information overload. You can become so overloaded with information you don't do anything with it. Because you don't know what to do with it. Yeah, you don't. Which one do I actually go apply now? You will have essentially in any one day by reading everybody else's word of the day or thought of the day or verse of the day, you've now given yourself more than, let's say on the conservative side, a dozen different messages. Well, which one are you applying today? They were all good little sound bites, but which one are you applying, right? Right. So oftentimes I'll tell people, if you're going to read a chapter of the Bible, you're doing a couple of chapters, that's great. You read it, but then you got to go back through and say, what one point am I really looking at today? And then maybe the Lord's got that point that you're working on for a day or a week or more. But when you just are message after message after message after message, and each one sort of renews that chemical boost in you that makes you feel good or whatever else, you aren't ever actually applying any of these messages. You aren't ever just focusing on one and becoming a master of it. You are just always becoming a, not even a jack, you aren't even a jack of the trade. You're just a like a voyeur of the trade. Yeah. You want to look in, see it, and be like, oh, that looks sweet. That's good. Well, then go do the work to do it. Yeah. But before you could even get to do the work to do it, you're already on the next thing, mm-hmm. the next message, the next feel-good thing. And I think that's why I struggle sometimes with sitting down and doing a podcast or writing an article, because it's not really like it used to be. It, people, your article is going to be one of two dozen that they saw today. And easily, and I get that for some people that might be really great. So I hear the argument. They heard two dozen, but yours was the one they needed. But at the same time, I'm like, well, look at the, look at history. Look at mankind throughout history. They didn't get two dozen different messages from two dozen different sources in order to find the one they needed. Right. You wake up, you read the scripture you have, and maybe you've only got a sheet of it like they did in, uh, China, when they'd tear a Bible up into sheets, and that's all you would get until you memorized it, and then you trade with somebody else. And you get to know that concept and learn about the Lord through that concept until it becomes you become an expert and it becomes so much a part of you. And it's that, I think what it's that continual con- consumer mindset that says, okay, I consumed that lesson, that was neat, I want another one. Rather than consume the lesson, chew on it, suffer through it, work through it, Go do hard things now to apply it to your life. Yeah. Fail, suffer more until you begin to see success and growth in it, then move on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. I think we even become frozen in, in obtaining and gathering so much information, yeah. even if it's good Mm -hmm. you know you find yourself like i've listened to this pastor on this subject and this pastor and this author and they're all speaking on the subject and it becomes so much then you're right it's like well i really didn't take away anything that i can actually do because it was so much information you're just you're frozen by it Mm -hmm. and then you get into that like habit of taking it in and then you yourself when you get into your circles of friends and people, you're sort of saying the same types of just encouraging things and and, and preaching and, and, and teaching. And that's what these groups become is everyone's just sort of 
kind of they're all teaching. teachers. We're, they're all teaching to yeah, each other. No students, everyone's a teacher. You know, and 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 so I'm, I'm 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 with you. Where really the power of the testimony and and, and sharing and and you know the yay gods that people are supposed to give is is personal. And I, I'm around that all the time too. Where it starts out as something personal, but then goes into this full on message. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's probably because we're all sitting around just listening to these messages and sermons and daily affirmations and devotionals. And it's like all good, all good things. But I think it's maybe freezing us from actually taking action. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, information overload. You can become so overloaded with information. You don't do anything with it. Cause you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. You don't, which one do I actually go apply now? I think uh, so. When I study for a sermon, <clears throat> wherever I'm at in the scripture and whatever the topic is, I, I take in information, tons of information specifically about that. So block out everything else just specifically about that. And then even in doing that, where it's part of the job that I've been given, the call to disciple and teach and whatnot, I I have to shut out so much noise when it comes time for me to actually preach now, because I wasn't designed and. The people that are here on a Sunday morning at LifePoint, I'm not designed to just go and regurgitate all these facts that I had that were really good facts and how other people saw it, but I have to take the word for the people that God has set before me and then apply it. So I can learn, I can see how other pastors have taught, I can see commentaries where some of the best minds have put thought behind this idea or this expression of faith, but at the end of the day... I've got to do the hard work, the the time in prayer, the time in journaling, the time in just wrestling with God to say, what are you trying to say through this to your people? Right. So I don't just go and regurgitate some some really good stuff, right? Really good teaching, really cool ideas, really neat catchphrases. But if that's not the word God has through this scripture for these people, then all I'm giving them is more fluff rather than something that will really penetrate to the heart of what's going on through the people that God has set up before us as pastors yeah. for that week. And and it, we're not bashing or saying all this is, is wrong to gather information from good sources, from Christian people and, and listening to all that, but it, it, it's interesting if, if you're listening and gathering information um, and that's all you're doing, that's not relationship with God. Mm-hmm relationship with God is is he loves us he cares for us mm-hmm. he will want to easily speak to us and guide us and and allow us to go out and and share his gospel I don't think he's up there saying you need all of this information to be able to be kind right. to someone to be able to learn how to pray you've got to listen to hours and hours upon hours of all this stuff to be able to do that. I don't think that's how it is. So I think it's almost like a good addiction, yeah. if you will, that yeah, that, that freezes us. That's know? a good way to put it. Because if I think one of my favorite things to do is to learn a new hobby or project and something that's mechanical, well, YouTube is both like a miracle and a curse because right. I can jump on there and whatever I was struggling with or, you know, I hit a roadblock and I didn't know what to do. I just go to YouTube 
And <laughs> I have yet to really have a problem that somebody else has not already posted yep. a solution for it on YouTube. And so if we apply that same thing to, oh, I'm struggling to parent, I'm struggling to pray, I'm struggling with my relationship with God, and all we're doing is going and finding essentially cheat sheets and answers rather than just digging in and, and going through it, trial and error. Because at the end of the day, that person who posted the video only got to the answer because of trial and error, because they messed up and they spent hours and frustration and sweat. And so here's an interesting thought. So we are, it's another attempt to avoid pain and suffering. I don't want to go through what they went through. And while there is some intelligence in that, if we are doing that with every single area of our life, specifically spiritual areas of our life, then we're never doing anything hard. We're always just getting the easy answer from somebody else who's figured it out. But here's the problem with that. You won't live it out. They're living it out because they, the suffering and the pain is what reminds their brain. All you have to remind your brain is the words you heard. And that's not going to be enough that when the stuff hits the fan and you need to use those points in your life, right? that's going to fall through the cracks. Yeah. Right? Because you didn't suffer. Yep. The suffer is what the suffering is what brings the reminder in the next hard time of what to do, not some great podcast or sermon I heard. It's the it's the two equal the other. So it, it is an interesting catch twenty-two. Um it's one thing to be going to YouTube to fix a engine or um a part on something and be able, oh, that's how it's done. Okay. It's another thing. If we're going to those same videos, podcasts, uh, blogs, whatever, for our spiritual life. Because there's no shortcuts to a relationship with God. And if you are figuring out the things of God by going to these quick five, ten minute quips to get you through things without actually suffering through yourself, then that could be a reason we see a lot of shallow Christians. Because there's no depth. They have a lot of knowledge. And they can spout off tons of really great sounding things, but right. there's no depth because they haven't, they skipped the pain and suffering by getting the footnote version, right? As a kid, yeah. I, I loved the footnotes oh, yeah. because it meant I didn't have to actually go through the suffering of reading the entire book and then internalizing it and having to define it. It was all defined for you. The message was given for you in the footnotes, like the theme of the book was given for you in the footnotes. Right. And I feel... I feel like we're doing this podcast backwards because this needs to be called like the footnotes missing out on pain and suffering is we're taking the footnotes of our spiritual walk with God by looking at other people's stories and then just being like, okay, I got it now. I know what to do. And in, in with a child that's disobedient with a spouse that is uh, that we are struggling in communication. I know what to do with the sin of addiction. I know what to do. Be do you, yeah. or, or have you, do, have you just got the footnotes? <laughs> right. You can Google, you know, verses on anxiety, mm -hmm. right? And all of them pop up and you could read those verses every single day, but not have to read the chapter, not have to read the passage, uh, not talk to a counselor, not be a part of a small group. And you're right. reading those verses on anxiety every day, Then, but yet you're still worried. You're, you still have depression and, and you can sit there and be like, well, why is it not working? Or, you know, again, like the, the, the parenting, you can YouTube, like, hey, how can I parent better? And here's the five videos on how to parent uh, better. And you can watch those 
videos or how do I communicate better with my wife? Well, here's the, here's the, the, here's the list of 10 things to do to communicate mm-hmm. better with your, uh, with your wife. But if you actually don't sit down and just talk with your spouse or engage with, with your child or actually walk through a difficult time, if you're uh, struggling with anxiety, then that doesn't allow God to work because like you said, you've just got the cliff notes version mm-hmm. of it, hoping to get the D right. to, to pass the class. Right. right. Rather than if you want the A, you've got to really dig in and press in and read the entire book. Right. And so I love it. It's a good point. As we're sitting here kind of talking about this on the whim, I'm like, man, like I'm I'm guilty in in, mm-hmm. in those areas. Dude, my first thought is like, oh, I see this struggle ahead or whatever. Well, how can I avoid that? Well, let's YouTube. Let's Google <laughs> everything about that, and maybe I can avoid it, right? Yeah. If I start to discipline myself in these areas, it'll be better or whatever, rather than just like, all right, God, you're with me. Face it head on yeah. and listen to him. And he would probably call us into something much different than a cliff notes version we would probably hear his voice to go have that difficult conversation with that person or to go pee, be a part of a group that we don't want to be a part of or talk to that's our neighbor it. you know that's it that's it right there and as we come to an end of this this podcast <laughs> which you're listening to uh that's the exact point right there i heard you say it earlier you said you know i'll watch this video instead of go to a small group or talk And when I think of what this new media has done to our culture in this generation, it it creates an independence that leaves you not needing the church body. I don't need the body. And full transparency, I'm one of those people, I don't want to bother anybody to have to come help me because I feel like it's a bother. Right. And yet every time I've ever reached out and done it, People talk about what a blessing it was to spend time together. I'm always blessed to go help somebody else who actually reached out and contacted me. So when I think about times I've looked up how to weld, and we've got welders in this church that I could have called them over and they would have loved to have come and spent an hour or two with me mm-hmm. teaching me. I look up how to garden. Just talked with one of our members last weekend and telling them, yeah, our garden's totally dead. And they're like, well, do you have this and this for it? Oh, I'd come over and do that for you. That'd be really quick. So we lost out on that relationship. Because we Googled, YouTubed, and at the end of the day, we just got tired and didn't do it. Whereas the relationship would have had it done like that. And the relationship is what the body's missing out on. We come to church and we're all our own mini experts in things because we've been watching the videos and listening all week. But none of us interacted. None of us imposed on our brother or sister to come and help us. And then in turn, we create deeper, lasting relationships. Isn't that interesting? And that's really where the harm is in this. So I'm not saying it's bad. It's not a bad thing to see pitfalls and to learn and grow in knowledge. The problem is we are substituting these type of uh, footnotes for authentic relationships. Yeah, I think so. And that becomes the that becomes the fear. So as we are ending with this podcast, here's our goal with you. Here's one piece of homework. Ready? One piece. Whatever it is that you are about to YouTube next, that isn't just for sitting and vegging out, but to look to get help on something, rather than Google or YouTube it, 
Why don't you think about who's in your church, your network, your neighbors, and go and be an imposition on them. Go and ask them and see that a greater relationship, a friendship, a ministry opportunity doesn't develop from that. Because a no, no ministry opportunity is going to develop from a YouTube video. You've seen the comment sections. Those are pure toxic toxicity. So that's the homework. Take this video. Take the time you spent watching this or listening to this. And next time you get on that YouTube, when you're getting ready to look up how to, instead ask God to bring a person to mind who could help you out with it. Amen. Perfect. Sweet. You nailed it. Thanks for listening. Today's podcast, again, has been brought to you by Lady Boss. Confident, powerful confidence. And... And Behringer, thank you to uh, Behringer for our new lovely set uh, that we have here. Behringer tools uh, were used uh, in construction of this set and furniture and microphone. Thank you to Behringer. All right. God bless. Take care. (laughs) 